Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dick Bowerly in for Tom. Uh, Tom is out having himself a, a good time today, I'm sure. And I'm having a good time with you today. 803-0930 is the phone number. Some of the things that we've been talking about, if you are just tuning in, and shame on you for not listening to every minute of this historic show from 2 o'clock on. Some of the things we're talking about are the changes in kind of holiday social interaction uh, since 2020, which was the uh, COVID year. And I've been wondering if your holiday procedures, things that you've been used to doing, if they changed in 2020 and have remained changed heading into, well, into maybe any time after 2020, how have they changed, if so, and uh, do you miss the old days? Also, uh, were you one of the people or uh, one of the many people that used to camp out outside of stores so that you could be the first one to buy a pet rock or whatever the uh, hot toy of the uh, year was, or if that is something that you no longer do. Um, Also, your shopping habits in general. Uh, I loved the hustle and bustle of, you know, you walk through many stores during the, I'm going to call it the old days, or the pre-COVID days, and you could sort of get, you could soak up some of the holiday spirit, and I don't care what denomination you are, you know, it's supposed to be a peaceful, calm, wonderful time of year, which in my world always starts on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, which actually Thanksgiving came maybe a little bit earlier this year than it typically than it typically does. But I miss that, and I, I miss that, that feeling of anxiety where it's December 8th, and it's like, uh-oh, I haven't bought anything yet. And I got to shop for my wife. I got to shop for my daughter, et cetera, and so on. But, but I miss that hustle and bustle. And I think I really miss the relief of once that is over with, once you've completed your shopping and it's like maybe 10 days before Christmas and you're like, yeah, this is, uh, this is great. This is a great feeling. Now I really can't wait uh, until Christmas. So that's kind of where things are at uh, in my world. Uh, I miss the old days. I can't help it. Uh, I definitely miss the old days. And how about you? Do you miss the old days? Uh, I'm really interested in your shopping habits, though. How, if you had to put a percentage breakdown on it, how much shopping do you do online versus when you still maybe go to the Galleria or you go to the uh, what's left of the Boulevard Mall or any other, the other many shopping centers 
especially the ones around my house. My God, over on Niagara Falls Boulevard, there's that group of stores that's like huge and it keeps growing. And you know what's funny? That used to be, I think, the site of of a Twin Fair store back when uh, I was in high school. And I think I had my hell night there. That used to be a field. And now it is nothing but wall-to-wall stores in that area. And parking can really be a be an issue. So I suppose that's one of the advantages of if you do a lot of online shopping, you don't have to worry about getting a parking spot. Or you don't have to worry about trying to get there at like 9.30 in the morning. Because, you know, I like to sleep in now. Well, I mean, I don't really sleep in. But it takes me a while to get my, my butt in gear in the morning. You know, it's like I have my routine. It's like, well, let's see. I'm going to check. I'll read the paper. And then I usually go to uh, the NFL Network. Uh, and then on occasion, I'll, I'll peruse some of the various uh, news channels uh, after I read the paper just to see if there's uh, anything I miss. So let me know uh, if your life it, with regards to holiday protocol, if that has changed dramatically since COVID, because I know in my family, it definitely it definitely has. Uh, our holiday fun used to always start on Thanksgiving at my mom's house, and thankfully, mom is still here. She turned 90 in September, and she's doing well, but we don't get together as a family. Mom used to always, my mother's hysterical. My mother used to always do Thanksgiving. And for at least 10 years prior to when she stopped doing Thanksgiving, she would always say, well, this is the last year I'm doing it. Well, she had the last year of doing it at least for 10 years in a row. So I, I know mom enjoyed it, but obviously, you know, as she's gotten, you know, gotten older, I guess 90 is, uh, is the, well, I guess 90 is the new 90. I can't say 90 is the new, you know, 70 by any means. And it just it's just too much, uh, you know, for mom to have to deal with uh the logistics of, you know, cooking, and then the chaos of having uh, her her siblings come over and raise hell. I mean, that's more than anybody should be subjected to. But some, I will tell you that some of the best times in my life were always on, uh, you know, on Christmas or thereabouts. And the tradition used to start at my grandparents' house. That would be my paternal grandparents' house. That was always the zenith of Christmas, and it was always the last place that everybody congregated. So we all had other places to go, but we would always end up for the, you might say the, uh, you know, the final coup de gras or whatever of Christmas was going to my grandparents' house where my aunt and uncle, my cousins would be there, uh, my family, and it was always a riot. And then when my uh, grandparents left us, that tradition switched over to my parents' house. So then my parents took that mantle of being the final stop. And that was always crazy. I mean, you know, you need I, I don't have to even tell you. I mean, if you think that I'm nuts, and if you think my brother's nuts, well, you never met my sister because she fits right in. So it's really uh, the chemistry between uh, the three of us and my late brother Bill uh, was really, really funny. Um, my family has no filters, by the way, so you can just imagine. I guess the only way I could say it, if you're familiar with the TV show that was on Showtime, Shameless, and the Gallagher family, well, the Bowerly family could give the Gallagher family a damn good run. 
and uh, we always had fun. So, anyways, after that, uh, after my after my dad, well, even when my dad was still alive, uh, Mary and I, my wife and I, we decided, hey, why don't we be the final? We'll be the final desperation uh, destination for everybody. <laughs> desperation might be a better word. Um, so we took over that mantle of being the final stop, and I'm the oldest, the oldest child. So I felt that was sort of my obligation to keep that tradition alive. And I'll tell you what I what I really missed about you know the 2020 the the COVID thing. Um, what I really missed was we didn't get together, uh, and and that that was really really sad. And and then is if things didn't get even even worse about it last year we all remember what happened on december 23rd i mean we had big plans uh my wife and i had gone out we had bought all the necessary uh you know junk food for the family gathering and we never had to, we never got to have it because of that horrible snowstorm of of last year and i remember i worked that day by the way uh, I and I don't live as I said. I don't live. I don't live very far away. My normal drive to the radio station from my house, even if I hit the lights, takes me less than a minute and a half, which obviously uh, would always leave me open to abuse from my coworkers. <laughs> and it, Tim Wenger would always tease me about the proximity that I have to here. In any at any event, so that that Friday. I mean, I'm looking out my window, and I'm like, man, this is getting really, really bad, you know. But I thought, well, I'm a minute and a half away. You know, I've got four-wheel drive. You know, should be no problem as long as I can see. And there were enough moments where the, the blowing snow did stop where I thought I, I, should be able to, I should be able to make this. So I go up my side street. I turn around. I'm on Sweet Home. And all of a sudden, I can't see a thing. I mean, I'm even less than a block away. I can't see the light at Maple and Sweet Home. And as I pass the North Bailey Fire Hall, I'm thinking, maybe I should abort this mission. Maybe I should head home real quick, you know. And But I didn't. I said, no, I said I was going to come in. I better come in. So I, I have to pull into that gas station that's at the corner of Sweet Home and Maple on the right-hand side because I couldn't see. So the I got stuck, by the way, in that parking lot, even with my four-wheel drive. So I'm looking, and I finally see the light that leads into Corporate Parkway. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna if I can get out of this being stuck, I'm going to make a mad dash to that light and get in the parking lot. And hopefully I'm thinking like, you know, Corporate Parking Lot, got to be plowed, should be no problem. I just got to get there, right? Well, wrong. So I, I get out of the gas station stuck. Uh, being from being stuck, I make my right into the light at Corporate Parkway, going up the winding driveway, no problem. I come to the first stop sign where I now have to make a right to get to our building, no problem. As soon as I make that right-hand turn, I get stuck. And, I mean, really stuck. And I don't want to, like, blow up my transmission, so I'm carefully rocking my car trying to create an avenue where I can get out of this mess. So I back up, and I finally see an area in the parking lot where it didn't look like the snow had blown as high as in other areas. So I make a beeline for this, 
And lo and behold, as I'm making the beeline, I see two of my coworkers, Joe Beamer, I think was one of them, uh, they're, they're coming out of the building saying, oh, you got out. We were coming out to rescue you. We were looking out the window and we saw you were having trouble. So I was actually able to navigate over to my normal parking spot. Now, what I didn't tell you, from the time I left my house to the time that I finally got to my parking spot, over an hour. So a ride that takes me an hour and a half, finally I get here an hour later. So I worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Walk in, and my brother Tom is on the air, and he's like, oh, I probably should have called you and told you not to come in. And it's like, oh, Tom, it's kind of a fine time to tell me that. So Tom and I were on air together for you know for a portion of it, and then he uh, he had to go crash because he had put in a really really long day, and uh, you know I was on till ten, and thanks to uh, good old Jimmy Stelliano who got me home because my car was stuck. By this point, my car wasn't going anywhere, so I got stuck trying to get out. Jimmy gets me home, all is good. I come back and rescue my car two days later. So that's my horror story of last December twenty third, which ruined. The Bowerly Christmas of last year. That's how I'm trying to pull all this all this together. So these are some of the things that we're talking about. Again, uh, 803-0930, we were talking about the uh, the UFO that I saw last night. We were talking about uh, have your holiday uh, plans or the way you used to do things, has that changed radically since 2020 and all the lockdown and all the COVID stuff. You know, another thing I, I, I'm kind of curious about, I want to throw this out there uh, since I just touched upon it a moment ago. You may have noticed on TV we're starting to see a ramp up of ads for updated vaccines. Have you, have you seen those? You probably have. I mean, they're, they've even got Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs stumping for, uh, for these, these new uh, vaccines. So my question to you, did you get 
the previous batch of vaccines and boosters? And are the ads that are currently running on TV, are they inspiring you to get another round of, of COVID and or related shots? Now, speaking for me personally, and this is not an editorial, I'm not trying to sell you on my point of view. I'm just telling you what my point of view for me personally is. Uh, I did get the uh, the uh, Johnson and Johnson uh, shot, you know, back when nobody really knew about, you know, is this thing going to be harmful? Is it not? But you really should get it. Uh, thanks to my good friends at Brylin who were able to sneak me in and get me one of these because I had heard too many horror stories about the other two shots, about people getting really, really sick, and I did not want to have those types of uh, after effects. So I didn't, uh, I, I didn't do those. I did the Johnson and Johnson, and then when it was, I was eligible. I actually did the booster. So bottom line is, I got the shot, I got the booster, and then I got COVID four times. So to me, that was a little bit of a, of an eye opener as far as you know really putting some thought to whether I want to go through that again. Now, I realize I'm probably in the higher risk pool, but I can't, you know, I had COVID four times, okay? Uh, The first time was fairly mild, uh, basically like a very light cold, no big deal. The second time, it was a little more, a little bit more severe, uh, where I just felt terrible. I mean, I took, no breathing issues or uh, no issues with my, uh, shall we say, my digestive system. Nothing like that. Uh, the third time was, again, like a little bit worse cold than the first time. But then the last time I got it, it was like it was like the flu. I mean, a real bad case of the flu without throwing up, without having any, uh, shall we just say, politically correct, any digestive uh, issues, none of that. Total total lack of energy, total lack of energy, a cough, and I just felt lightheaded, very lightheaded, to the point where I actually, for only the second time in my performing career, only the second time I had to cancel a gig. I had no voice. And I didn't feel comfortable. I would have had to have driven roughly 25 minutes to get to the venue that I was scheduled to perform at. I did not feel comfortable getting behind the wheel of my car. I felt that that out of it. So I had to I had to cancel a gig. So I felt I felt pretty off awful. Uh, but I will say this: I did thankfully, you know, I did uh, survive, and I didn't end up in the hospital. I wasn't on a on a ventilator. Um, but again. It gives me pause to really think about whether or not whether or not I, I really want to do any more or let my body do what it is going to do. But I don't like the fact that, you know, because we still don't have all the data on these vaccines, I'm not sure I'm in agreement with the fact of making it seem like, you know, it's like taking a vitamin, you know, like, hey, take this vitamin or take balance of nature. You're going to feel great. I mean, balance of nature is not going to kill you. But potentially, if if we don't know enough about these shots yet or what effect they're going to have on your body in five years, 10 years, it gives me, you know, a little bit of concern. And I'm 
kind of leaning definitely towards not running out and, uh, and, and having that done. We maybe talk more about that uh, in the next block. So, uh, again, talking about a lot of different stuff. But I would be curious to get your take on uh, on these new COVID vaccines because I don't know enough about them. I didn't know. Listen, I didn't know enough about the old ones, but I did it. But I did it anyways. So you know, I guess only time will tell if uh, if that was a mistake. What is not a mistake is listening to Max Ferry update us on all of the news. Welcome back. Shameless self-promotion. I know that song off my hit album, Measure for Measure. Why not, right? It's my show. If I'm gonna, why not? At any event, uh, Dick Bowerly in for Tom today. And let's go to Ron in West Seneca, who's been waiting patiently. Ron, thank, thank you for your patience. Oh, yeah. No, thank you, sir. Um, I just wanted to speak about the uh, COVID uh, deal there, if I may. Um, I didn't have my shots. And uh, I don't plan on having my shots. And, um, and the reason is because when my wife had her first Pfizer shot, uh, she had a heart attack. After her second Pfizer shot, she had two strokes. And everything was is, uh, documented at uh, Buffalo General. And, it's not, you know, I'm not going to inject that poison into my body. I think this was just I, – I think Dr. Fauci should be tar and feathered. You know, can I first extend my sympathies for what you went through? Yes, please. I, yes. I mean, no, I appreciate that, sir. No, I'm and I'm I, I'm being sincere. And what you described, uh, look at whether it be an anomaly or something that happened to a lot of people doesn't matter. The fact that matters is it happened to you, and you have documentation. I mean, even one person going through what you and your wife have gone through is, is too many, right? Well, absolutely. You know, in, in, in uh, polling cards, uh, you know, he came out and he was talking, oh, one death in this county is one too many. Well, let, let me ask uh, polling cards here. What about the people whom have suffered due to the poison that was injected in their body. Are they not important too? See, I'm getting a little riled up here because she's important. Not just the folks that suffered from COVID, which I believe COVID does exist. However, in the manner that it existed, I don't, you know, I think this was just a big scam and people are making billions from the demise of others. You had COVID four times. God bless the fact that you survived it. I had it twice. I've had worse hangovers. And I'm your brother's age, by the way. Uh-huh. Well, you know, the way, again, my, my perspective on it uh, is, is, is a lot like, like yours. I, I bought into the fear factor, which is, and I really, full disclaimer, and, and I'm sure uh, your wife maybe did too, early on when we didn't really have all the information about the potential harm that these shots could cause, 
I bought into the fear factor, and I thought, oh, geez, I guess this really is bad. I Now, I'm talking 2020, by the way. I think I got the shot in, like, April of 2020 or May of 2020, and I, I maybe I better do this, you know, and I thought about it. Maybe I better do this, so so I did. And, and then I, you know, then they hyped up the booster saying, hey, you know, that shot you got, well, it really isn't any damn good unless you get the booster. So, and that was about September of 2020. So I bought into it again. Okay. But being older now, and I think wiser, when I see these ads on TV and I see who's presenting these ads brought to you by Pfizer, by the good folks at Pfizer, I'm thinking, this is BS. This, like, yes, the, you, like you said, this this is a money making, a money making coercion. I believe where there's a strong possibility we are all getting misled, and your you and your wife are living proof of what might really be happening. Right, and they, and it's as I explained, it's all documented. At first, you know, we went to General. She woke me up at five thirty. She says, Ron. I'm having uh, a shortness of breath, pain in the chest, and my arm, my left arm is going numb. What should I do? I said, well, we're going to call an ambulance. That's what we're going to do. And this is a week, maybe maybe four days after her first Pfizer shot. We went to general and, you know, discussing with her doctors in private. Well, we're not sure. But after her two strokes, don't tell me that you're not sure. So in private, they confide in us more than likely, it was the effects of the Pfizer shot. Pfizer, they are excellent wordsmiths. And, I'm, you know, you said you bought into the fear. Can I ask why? You're a smart man, just as your brother is. Now, your brother gives us reasons, and I got it. And it's your choice. I got that, too. And, I, you know, I don't take away your choice. But why did you buy into it? You said the fear factor. What scared you? Well, the, the well, the, the it, it was actually a two part thing. To be honest, Ron, it was number one. It was uh, I did buy to some extent into the fear factor. Like if this thing is really bad, it's going to get everybody, and I don't want it to get me. But let me give you the other part of it, which I'm sure you'll fully understand. It and by the way, somebody did correct me as far as my timeline is concerned. They said the vaccine wasn't available till December 2020. Regardless, I got the vaccine, so it was 2021. Who cares when? The point is I'm still saying what happened after I after I got All the right. shot. But anyways, um my part two was there was a rumor going around now, as you know or may not know, uh, I am a performer. And there was, uh, even though when things very limited opened up, you know, where clubs that could hold uh, 400 people could only allow 50 in, there was a, a rumor going around that for bands to perform at these clubs, we had to show proof oh. of vaccination. Oh, my God. So I, and again, that was a very, very real thing that uh, I got uh, that's why I got the vac. I didn't want to be the one guy out of six in my band that that did not uh, that that prevented you know the the band from working. Although, however limited those opportunities were, but the caveat to all that is there were two people in my band that never got the shot, anyways, and, 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 and they also never got they also never got COVID. The only people. That got the shot, myself, and maybe I'm like the outlier here. The people that got the shot uh, were people that were ordered to get the shot by way of their places of employment. And I got that, Dick. And 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 
Dick, well, how, about, how about this, Dick? You didn't. You were not able to see or, or enter the um, uh, the stadium, uh, the odd. Well, I call it the odd. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. And certain events, unless you were able to prove that you had the shot. Now, let me take this back a step. What about the folks that were checking for proof? Are they experts? Did they take a class to identify a false instrument? So now, how do these folks feel now that they've been duped into by polling cards, by our government, fear-mongering us? Well, uh... (laughs) You're you're preaching to the you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I got you on that one. Yeah, no, I yeah. well, you did, but you're you're preaching you're, you're preaching to the, to the choir. Uh, much like, and we had I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Much like uh, UFOs, Sasquatch, or the Kennedy assassination, we are not going to know the full story behind this whole COVID adventure if you want to call it that we're not going to know that probably in our lifetime but you know what i am siding with you thinking that there's a lot more to this both from a from a government control standpoint fauci being involved in this whole thing i'm not a fan of fauci i'm sorry i am not a fan and i'll tell you there were many other medical uh uh uh, biologists and, and other doctors that are in the same field he is in that were basically censored when they tried to voice a contrary opinion about the vaccines, about the lockdowns, they were they were shut out and they were well, threatened with their jobs. I mean, that alone tells me that this this goes all beyond simply a COVID, you know, uh, some kind of COVID deal going on. And where did COVID come from? We still don't, well, we, we think we know, but the government won't admit it. Well, Dick, and, and I'm going to let you go, Dick. you got other people on the line. I want to make one another uh, point here. The folks that were fired at Moog, for instance, now I turned down three jobs at Moog because they wanted me to get the jab, and I would not get the jab. You just made a good point. You get your walking papers. You go home. Hypothetically, you go home. You tell your wife, honey, I didn't. I, I lost my job. I didn't get the shot. She becomes angry because she got the shot. Now you put us in a position financially. Now we're going to lose our house. Now we're going to. We can't make the car payment. We can't put food on the table. This this has caused relationships to deteriorate. This oh, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And people just like think, ah, we're going to fire them. But you're not thinking of the long term effects, Moog, that you had on your employees. You're not thinking about the long term effects when if these folks did not get the shot, but then they got to go home and tell their spouse, I lost my job. And of course, the spouse, some, oh, that's it. That's the last straw. I'm out the door. We're getting divorced. It happened. Well, let me let me ask you this before I let you go, and I hope I'm not yes, overstepping sir. my bounds. Uh, I'm hoping that you and your wife are currently in a good place. Absolutely. She supports me 100%. She's not getting the booster, and she knows that I did turn down various positions with big companies because I would not get the shot. I refuse. And the reason also is because of my first-hand experience – there are other people out there who may have the firsthand experience, but you're going to get some callers and say, ah, so what? I got the shot. Get it. No. Her life is just as important as the person who got sick 
because of COVID or because they got the shot. Her life is important, Mr. Pulling Cards. <laughs> well, Ron, thank you for your candor. Thank you for your story. And uh, and I'm glad that you and your wife, uh, through some pretty trying circumstances, were able to overcome that. And I hope that your wife is, is doing better. I hope she's uh, 100%. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and you have a blessed day. And you have a great holiday as well, and uh, you also have a blessed day. Well, that was a pretty uh, intense phone call, I, I would say. But it's it's good to hear from people. You know, we, we hear the speculation of with these vaccines that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what side effects they may or may not have. And certainly uh, these vaccines have the potential of affecting people in different ways. And in Ron's case, obviously it had a horrible effect on the on the health uh, and the status of, uh, you know, of his of his wife. Uh, and even one person that I mean, come on. What she have? What did he say? She had like two heart attacks and two strokes right after getting the vaccines. I mean, I'm sorry that that that's a flag because I mean, in the in a world full of billions of people, if it happened to Ron, who knows how many other times it happened to other people? I'm sure he, they weren't the only one. They weren't one in however many billion people inhabit the the planet that had an issue post, in, you know, post jab. We just don't really know enough about it. But I, I do find there are two ads on television that get me riled up to the point where my to the point where my wife gets worried about me having a heart attack. And one are these Pfizer ads about hyping up, oh, oh you know, you better get this new vaccine. You know, there's all kinds of cooties out there that you don't know about. Those ads aggravate me. And the electric car ads aggravate me because the world is I mean, hey, look at I'm all for progress, right? But we're not ready. We're just simply not ready in the fact that we get a lot of those raw materials that are involved from foreign nations that we're not particularly friendly with at the moment. I mean, to me, that is absolutely a travesty. But, uh, you know, uh, interesting, though, based on Alan's traffic reports, it almost goes into where I started the program, saying that Black Friday isn't what it used to be, which was this mass of humanity on the road, mass of humanity in all the stores. Apparently that's not going on out there from what we're hearing from Alan, that the roads have been, I mean, again, we're, we're pushing five o'clock here and that the roads have been very, very calm, no accidents, no activities, no major, no major jams anywhere. So uh, I wonder if, uh, again, my hypothesis of the world having been changed radically after 2020 and and COVID, you know, there might be some uh, some validity to that. You know, they always say people express opinions or they vote with their feet. Well, maybe in this case, they're voting with their cars and their feet, and nobody's really out, really nobody's out doing anything, which again leads to the further conclusion, how many people, for whatever reason, I mean, whether it be they're concerned about their safety or they're concerned about, they have some health concerns about, you know, COVID, you know, is it there or is it not? Or is it bad for me? Is it not? Uh, maybe that's maybe maybe that's why. I mean, people are doing more online shopping because they have a little bit of a fear of, you know, this interacting with people that they, you know, that they don't know. I mean, geez, if I if I had that fear, I, I would I would be in trouble because, you know, when when you're out, you know, performing, there's a lot of people that I, you know, 
I, I know or people that I don't know that want to say hello, and I'm not going to hide in my car. You know, I mean, I like to think I'm somewhat accessible. I'm, actually, I'm very uh, accessible, and I, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy meeting people. I've always been that way. And I can't imagine putting myself in a cocoon when I'm out in public uh, because of something that I really don't have all the information for. And again, every time, by the way, I should mention, every time that I got that I got COVID, those four times, okay? And by the way, somebody wrote in saying, well, no, you had the flu. No, I didn't. If you believe the home COVID tests, they all tested positive every time that I had COVID. So I'm sure if I had a sore throat that was not COVID-related, uh, in fact, there was one test I did take, by the way, where I was feeling a little off, and it came back negative. But when I really felt crappy, all four of the tests I took came back positive. So, you know, assuming those tests are accurate, and I would guess they probably are to a major extent, sorry, you know, it was not the flu. I had COVID, and I had it four times. So I rest, as they say in a court of law, I rest my case, Your Honor, period. All right, it's 4.54. We've got one hour of this dramatic programming left, and I'm hoping that you'll join me at 803-0930. Uh, we have introduced sort of a new topic, uh, which being uh, it's wintertime, people get sick, and we are seeing uh, an uptick in the COVID ads that are on TV. And I'm just wondering, uh, if you got the jab before, uh, if you are or if not, uh, are you planning on getting one? Are you planning on getting it again? Uh, we heard Ron's horror story about what happened to, to he and his wife, and I, I certainly don't wish that upon anybody. I don't wish it upon any of you. I don't wish it upon myself. But yet, you know, who do you believe? Do you believe the ads? Like, you know, there's all kinds of buggies out there now that we don't know about. The bugs are evolving. Uh, they're going to come get all of us. And we're going to have Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs tell us that, hey, I got the jab, and I'm not this big, tough guy, possible Hall of Fame tight end, and if I get the shot, you should get the shot. Which, again, tells me if you're going to stoop to that level to try to sell your drugs, then I ain't buying. I'm not buying. And on that note, uh, we'll see what's going on uh, in the world by way of Max Ferry, and I will catch you for one final hour after that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 